We are living in unprecedented times. No matter what industry you come from, we must all review, rethink, and reinvent ourselves. Are you an entrepreneur that is trying to adapt your business to the new norm? Well, you are listening to the 2020 Entrepreneur, a podcast that will motivate you and have you think outside of the box. My name is Hugo Almeida, and with over 30 years of being an entrepreneur, I am here to share and inspire you with my experiences and help invent a new you. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to a new episode of T20E World. Hugo here. Today, I am talking about becoming a successful networker. Why do I think this topic is so important? Well, I just feel that schools colleges, universities, I don't think they do the best of jobs in preparing individuals that are getting out into the workforce how to better network themselves. You know, it's easy to talk about it. It's harder to do, right? And I understand practice will make perfect. And I'm sure that they're setting some sort of a groundwork, right? But I am going to talk to you about how to become a better networker, which eventually you turn into a successful networker in your field and you as an individual, right? So the first and foremost, and this took years for me to figure out, is I am today very selective as to the events I participate in. That's right. In the beginning in my career, you know, again, I had no training on this, so I just thought you just attend anything, you know, a local event, chamber of commerce event, small business event, and I'm not saying they're not important because in the beginning, it's part of what made me and educated me to become a better successful networker. But as you grow in your industry and your specialty, you realize that, you know what, you need to focus and stay selective as to the events you participate, maybe in associations or organizations, things that are related in your field. They're going to give you a better impact, especially because time is always limited. So you don't want to waste time. You know, you want to capitalize on your time that you're there. Many times I like to see if these events have the individuals that are attending and maybe even the companies they work for. Now, why do I say that? It enables you to better prepare for the event. So if you're going to be a successful networker in a limited amount of time, you want to jump ahead and do your homework. You kind of want to understand maybe some individuals that are coming from, you know, certain companies that are related to something that you may do. Those are important. And here is another one. When you're selecting an event and you're attending it, please dress the part. It depends on the venue, but dress the part because the most important thing is you represent you. And that's what people remember. Okay, so moving on to the next bullet is going to be have a goal in mind and stick to it. I can't emphasize this enough. Why? Because remember what I said, the time that you have is very limited. Sometimes we only have a few hours, two hours, three hours, you know, and they, they're mixed up with, you know, cocktails and receptions and et cetera, maybe speakers. So the amount of true people time sometimes is extremely limited. So you have to learn to really maximize it. So you got to go with a mindset, with a goal in mind, okay? My next point is extremely important. I can't emphasize this enough. Work on your elevator pitch at home. This is so important because everybody needs to have a personal elevator pitch and a business pitch. You should have more than one elevator pitch. What's an elevator pitch? For those that are not familiar with the term elevator pitch, 
something where you can explain what it is that you do or who you are in an extremely limited amount of time. The reason they use the elevator pitch is because they use the amount of time between floors that you can actually make an impact with an individual. And how do they remember what Hugo does in only 25 seconds? Pretty cool, right? If you think of it that way. But it is important. And practice this at home. I don't care if you're practicing home in front of a mirror. Understand how you deliver that brief elevator pitch. Remember, what makes you memorable? And this is so important. In that elevator pitch, you know, what is it that people are going to remember you for? Because sometimes you don't have too much time, you know? So you got to dissect everything in a nanosecond and deliver great points. What are some of your strengths? I'm not talking about bragging. Some of your strengths, maybe accomplishments, but know how to tell your story. So that's a homework assignment for everybody listening. Work on your elevator pitch. Seriously, work on a personal and a business pitch. Here's another one. Please, please, please stay stay positive at all times at these events, because why do I even bother saying this, right? How many events do we attend? The easiest thing to do is to gravitate to negativity. You go up alongside of somebody, I don't know, they're like, hey, this wine is horrible. Or, you know what, this room is so stuffy. Get away from that. Seriously, that is the easier side of the house, right? Grab and take until negativity don't get you nowhere. It doesn't even enable you to have a great conversation. You know, stay on the positive side. Network with more positive individuals. You're going to get a better outcome. Trust me on that one. So when you are staying positive, it's important for you to create a comfort zone around your space. It will allow a conversation to flow much better. My next important point is to remember your purpose. I touched upon having a goal in mind and sticking to it, right? But have a purpose and remember you're there to work. So work, work the room, work the crowd, work the individuals. If you're going to remember something of this entire podcast, remember the following. When you work in the room, Okay, especially when you get that one-on-one interaction. Compliment, connect, thank, move on. Remember that. It's the most imperative part of networking. You're talking to somebody individual. You're connecting with them. You delivered your elevator pitch. It's going very well. So compliment, smile, connect, thank them. And everybody understands that when you are at a networking event, it's very limited amount of time, especially the people that network very well. They will thank you for your time. They will say, hey, listen, let's follow up for a cup of coffee or whatever it may be. But they move on because they know that time is very limited. They want to get the most out of the event. They went there with a goal. They had their purpose and they're working it. <laughs> Next point, And this is the toughest one of all the points that I am going to deliver today. Break the shell, the bubble. Step out of your comfort zone. And I know it is easy for me to say this, but it's extremely hard for so many individuals to step outside of that comfort zone because not everybody is comfortable speaking to someone they don't even know. You know, you have more things against you in your mind, right? You know, oh my goodness, you know, how do I say, hey, who are you? Who am I? You know, how do you start a conversation? How do you walk up to an individual and introduce yourself? As silly as that sounds, believe it or not, is one of the number one reasons people don't connect with people because they are not comfortable stepping outside of that comfort level. I'm going to share a quick story. I met a young lady once. We were at a networking event, great, great young woman, and I was talking to her. We had just a great, great conversation, and I realized that 
she was not working the room. And I said, uh, so what's going on? Like, uh, you know, let me ask you this. What is it that you do? She's like, I am a project manager at a large construction company. Yeah, she was a new employee there, and she was starting a new career, and I congratulated her. And I was, you know, I'm telling you, very sharp individual. The thing was that I established a very comfortable setting around her. So when we spoke, I used all the tactics I've learned over the years as to how to make an individual a little more comfortable. This person was not comfortable talking to others. And believe it or not, she actually told me how difficult it was for her to reach out to another person in that room that we were standing in. So I gave her some advice. Some of those bullets that I'm telling you today, I gave her that day. And the hardest thing was this, breaking her out of her shell. So I gave her an assignment that same night. I said, do me a favor. When we're done speaking, I want you to walk around the room and I want you to find three to five friendly faces. That's right, friendly faces, because it's all a mental thing, right? When you find a friendly face, you just mentally become a little bit more comfortable. You know, it'll enable you to actually maybe go up to that individual, because you know they're not going to attack you. I don't know why it is we set up these barriers of people going to, like, jump all over you. And, you know, if you go up to them, it's not the case. We build those barriers. So you got to learn to how strategically to, to fake yourself out sometimes, right? So believe it or not, that was her task. And she did it. She actually went up to five or six individuals. And at the end of the night, she said, Hugo, thank you so much. It actually worked. It helped me go up to like five or six different people and have conversations with them. But here's the most important thing of that. Yes, that night she learned something valuable, but not only did she learn how to break that barrier, step outside the comfort zone to speak to new individuals and introduce yourself, but it enabled her to work her company a little bit better. Her role is project management. What exactly is it that you're going to do as a project manager? You can't go up to people and talk. And that was the best part about it because she was very good at what she did. She told me she ran big meetings on construction sites because that was her job. She did it. Now, all of a sudden, you're taking the same individual and putting them in a network event and they shell up. So <laughs> it's amazing, right? So again, you set your own barriers. So it is easy for me to say, oh yeah, go up to individuals and introduce yourself, start networking. But it is very hard for many. This one bullet here is extremely important, but it's don't stay inside your shell. Don't be the individual that selects a corner in a room with a little drink in their hand and stands and just waits for those two, three hours to end. Don't be that person. Find friendly faces, four, five, six, but that's your goal for that night. Okay, for those individuals that feel a little bit more comfortable, well, they're going to have different goals. We spoke about that. You have a different purpose. You're going to work the room, work the crowd, the individuals. Another important point here is that when you engage in a conversation, it is so important, right, to make good eye contact. Don't wander. Don't wander. Engage the individual because you're setting a comfortable setting, right? So engage with that person. So make some good contact with them. Smile. And find the balance. What do I mean by that? Finding the balance is imperative when you're just meeting somebody. Meaning, I don't want you to talk all about yourself and what it is that you do. Share the space and the time, right? What do they do? Learn about them. So find the balance in the conversation. And guess what? Please stay focused on the conversation. So important. It is so important because many times when we're at a networking event, 
and you're going through the motions, you know, of talking to others, your eyes are wandering. And yes, you're kind of saying words, but you're like somewhere else. Or they're speaking to you and you're looking over to the left and to the right. Stay focused for that short amount of time. Stay focused on that conversation. You know, it's also a way of being respectful too. You know what I mean? Thank them for their time and move on. And I'm going to end with this. It's the follow-up. The follow-through and the follow-up. After each event, what I have always done, especially when there's a lot of business cards being exchanged, how the heck do you remember a stack of 25 business cards when you get back to the office the next day? I make notes on my business cards. Probably some of the greatest advice I've ever given anybody. Make notes on the business card after you meet the individual. Write the date, write the name of the event, and something memorable about the individual. What do I mean by that? Well, the lady I just used as an example, she was a project manager. So I would write the date, the event, and then the company and her position, project manager. Because I remember I had a conversation about someone about project managing, right? I spoke to someone that liked saltwater fishing, striped bass fishing, for example, crazy topic. But, you know, I would write striped bass fishing. Why? Because I will remember that conversation in that time, in that moment. And, and I'll tell you right now, by writing that down, I will even remember their face. I'm probably pretty bad about remembering names, but with that business card, I'll remember, obviously, their name is there, but I'll remember their face. I'll remember that entire conversation I had with the individual. So after you do that, that's a way to remember who you connected with. Connect with them on LinkedIn. Very important. That's how you build the network. Send them an email. You know what? If you exchange the cell phone, send them a text. Just a quick text, you know, hey, great meeting you. I look forward to following up with you or meeting you for a cup of coffee to talk a little bit more about, you know, what we discussed. These are all tidbits of advice, my friends, that make you a successful networker. It takes time. Do not get frustrated. It takes practice, practice, practice. Be selective as to the event you attend. Have a goal in mind, and you know what? Stick to it. Oh, my goodness. Elevator pitch, both personal and business. What makes you memorable, right? So when you deliver the pitch, they're going to remember you for some strengths, some accomplishments. So how do you tell that story in a short amount of time? Stay positive, my friends, at all times. Remember your purpose. You're there to work. And work the room. Break out of the comfort zone, right? You step outside of that shell, that bubble. And again, remember this. When you're engaging in a conversation, making the eye contact thing, smiling, finding the balance of conversation, and staying focused is imperative. And finally, taking the notes on the business cards and following through and the follow-up. It's very important. So practice, 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 and it makes perfection. It just takes years of doing this. I hope this was imperative for you because it is helpful stuff, stuff that you don't always learn until you actually have to do it. All right, my friends, hope you got value of this. Continue to show us the love. Thank you so much. And it is Hugo, and I am checking out.